Hello everybody and welcome back to Artist Current. I'm your host Abita Nagy and for today's episode I talk to the artist duo of Nicola Gerdes and Stella Rossi. Let's get right into the episode and have fun. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode of the Artist Current podcast. I am here today in a video call with Artist Duo based in Germany. What are you doing? You're mm-hmm. gonna figure out now. So, uh, how are you doing today? Um, good. A bit yeah. tired. We are not that often these days in the same city and don't have that much time together. So it's nice that we are actually in one room today and can work together. Of course, we are mostly in these days living in other cities. Separated. Yeah, um, because you're not based in the same city, right? Yes, Stella is living in Hamburg and I am living in Dortmund. So two, mm. three hours are separating us. <laughs> and so we have busy times in between where we meet in for a week these days in, and try to do everything we want to plan and organize and catching ideas together. So this is the time and you're catching up in these days. Yeah, is it hard to work as an artist duo in different cities? Mm-hmm. Because as you said, you have to work really concentrated when you're together then. In the back of the days, we often had residences together, and sometimes it's actually nice because we spend mostly a year in one room and shared one bed, and sometimes it's really good to not do this. So I think it's sometimes it's nice when you don't have the daily rhythm, when you have these really intense weeks where you just work together, see each other, and live together, and share lunch and dinner and then you have maybe one two or three weeks so i think we made the experience that it's always good for our work when we when we can bring it all together and then separate it and bring it again together again because we we, we have to uh, so your experiences are different and then and then you meet each other again and then then you talk so much and in the end uh, it's funny what the other person has came up with yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you have to have to have to come to conclusions uh, and and find out yeah narrow it all to uh, one one point that everyone is happy with i think maybe mm-hmm. yeah. but it's uh, but it's always fun still yeah and do you think it's that it's also good for your artist practice maybe from what i'm hearing that yes. you're not living in the same cities you don't have the same experiences yeah all of the time that you can in a way teach each other but also always surprised with what the other person is getting up with do you think that has yes. anything to do with it yes yeah i think so too and especially when you when you had time to read own books and things and you have ideas and then you have to communicate these first with your partner of work then it's always the first step to Calculate about what you think and then you have the the face of the other person you didn't see for a while and this face says I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> and then then it comes together and I think for us it's really good because we always have a mirror after a while where we didn't see each other with all these plans we made up on our own and we always I guess trust each other and then we try to understand and realize what the other person thinks and put something on top on it and top it again. And so our works actually, they are because of this process. They would be different if you would live always in the same place. Yes. 
you have to make sense to the other person again in a way <laughs> yeah and it's it is so often so hard to to vocalize to talk about the ideas you have but we figured out this way how we talk about then we then somebody else i think we never say no i think it's it's a bad idea yeah sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah. we can keep that in mind <laughs> that means it's a, maybe a bad idea but still i think it's a, we, we figured out a really weird way to communicate with each other that only we we can understand when i talk to other people and try to explain something i'm always how can that person not understand what I mean? <laughs> but it, it's not that easy, I think, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then comes the next step to translate it to the people we work to as well, because yeah. we usually work, it's a step thing. We have ideas alone, work together as a duo, and then a bunch of other people yeah. is combining in our work and the films. And so there are different steps of communication, I yeah. would say. Yeah, that also uh, actually fits into my next question. It's I would characterize you as performance artists, maybe. Do you, would you agree with that? If not, how would you describe yourself? I think it's it depends always on the occasion, I guess. I think we're usually really into making videos slash films. So actually, we 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 love to spin an idea of a narration and having a story. And then we do classical performances too, but these always have to do with a with room or space if somebody is inviting, and it's a different way of having ideas, I guess. And I think performance video art, I would say. Yeah, both, both is on mm. the table. And sculptures too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just not painter. I also don't think that we are good photographers. Oh yeah, we're really bad photographers too, yeah. Alright, no, no, uh, no, in German it's called Flachware. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. But we want to improve this. Yeah, we, we need to improve, so we don't want to say we're not that kind of artist, because <laughs> the option is there. Yeah, our Flachware needs to be better. Drawing. Uh, yeah, what's the, when I looked at your work, it's uh, what seems to be kind of important in your work is pop culture, especially modern pop culture in the sense of also YouTube channels. <laughs> what do you think about that assumption or this? I'm actually never on YouTube. <laughs> they always want to force me to make an account, but I don't No, know. I don't have an account as I well. That's strange. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I mean, yeah, sure, sometimes. But I, actually, I mean, we, we are into these yeah, we are into pop culture things and as well in our last film, for example, in Conspiracy a lot. And sure, this has to do a lot with YouTube and different kind of news channels and those things. And I think for research, we sometimes go deep in these kind of things. And with yeah. Daisy Chupet, we, we researched a lot on crazy websites. But I guess we're both more into these crazy websites than this whole YouTube world, I would say. We're more, I, I don't know how the, to separate the these both things. Behind it. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I think these, these, all these ideas and pictures come from so different sides. We are more into the, into the uh, comments. 
We are reading a lot of comments about the video. But we're not into the video, but we are very interested into the yeah. discussions and, and chat for forums and stuff like that and, and how, how people deal with pop culture. This is a really horrifying hobby as well. Yeah. You mean looking at the comments or? Yeah. yeah. But I think it, it depends always on the work. Now we have a new film project in planning, which has a lot of to do with new area in Hamburg, which is the Hafen City, which is a new built area. And we want to make a future dystopian film about it. And this has to do a lot of to do with hurricanes a lot. And so, I mean, I was on YouTube for, it's a lie that we're not on YouTube. I was on, on YouTube for hours to just check storm hunting videos on YouTube. Yeah, I know a lot now, but also <laughs> about the weather yeah. and a real, real dangerous uh, weather situations that happened in uh, Germany. Mm -hmm. so, uh, on and I'm really into Wikipedia. Yeah, and when you're going down this, these rabbit holes, do you ever get lost somewhere in your research? We once tried to publish our film on Reddit. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a really that sad was, story yes. actually because it 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 was it a really was. complicated idea we had, but we wanted to to make our film famous in Reddit. Do you know Reddit? It, it's basically yeah another platform, another community where they all kinds of crazy shit is happening there. Yeah. But maybe just Google Reddit and you will figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was super difficult because we thought, okay, everybody who posts things on Reddit has thousands of views and I thought we found it interesting to be part of this community but it didn't work out because we were not really part <laughs> of the community and everybody hated us. <laughs> just bad comment. <laughs> One section is and you can just find there really good painted horses or painted unicorns and they're like really, really and really good and we posted our film yeah, there. It's, it's some sort of internet art, this really realistic art is really popular on social media. Mm, all the comments were, oh, this is beautiful. Mm, how can you do this? You're so talented. And so we thought, yeah, let's place our film there. <laughs> and then we placed it there and we had a few comments and they were like, I don't get this. And we, we posted this film on YouTube and, and bought ourselves a lot of views. Yeah. 5,000 for 100 euro or something. <laughs> no, it was more yeah. cheap. Yeah, it, it was cheap. cheaper. It was cheaper? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we had 24,000 views. <laughs> but we, we both, I had so many nightmares about it that we get caught and then the views get down again. Yeah. But, but someone has, has seen it or something like this and I had so many nightmares. I am. This is where, this is why our this was our test to be famous in the internet. Yeah, maybe we want to do a second test. Or are you, are you now we had enough for now? I heard that you can buy followers on Insta. I'm really interested <laughs> in that one. Like get get a lot of bought Instagram followers yes. and then go to what would what would you do then? Yeah, because maybe we first can try to do AdWords and our yeah, we can yeah, make Insta time. advertisement where we and presenting if, new and projects this, and maybe it works. And if it, if it doesn't, then we buy ourselves followers. Yeah, but I think maybe we maybe it's we're good with this now. We tried. Uh, yeah, it, it's a really fun excursion. Pop culture, it's important to your work. And yeah, for example, 
Why did you choose to make a work with or on the Yeti? I think the Yeti um, took place in two of our works. First yes. in Daisy Chupet, which is a film about a lot of conspiracy. And we were in this whole conspiracy world and came up, came at one point, I guess, to the Yeti because Ye the Yeti is one of the... Yeah, we came, I guess, on to Reinhold Messner who said that he saw the Yeti and then we, we came to this book that he wrote about the Yeti and all this idea about him and the Yeti and meeting the Yeti and so we wanted to have the Yeti as an actor in our film finding Reinhold Messner I guess was the idea first. Yeah. yeah. And then we thought, why not directly the Yeti? Yeah. And <laughs> in the similar time we had this performance which was the name the Yeti is reading, which was the name again? Yeah, Yeti reads Reinhard Messner's The Yeti. And this was a performance which was in, came together with a book art, art book fair in Hamburg. And they invited us to do a performance and we thought it's, it's about books. So maybe we invite <laughs> somebody who can, who can read out of a really, really interesting book that is written <laughs> about him and so we we rented a car and had a lot of fake snow and frosty eyes and it was inside and outside frosty and you could follow the yeti who was sitting in the car and you could sit in the car with him and he was reading reading to you out of the book somebody wrote about him and I guess, yeah, it was it was actually pretty nice because it was a really good evening yeah, and it was a really situation. nice situation to sit with this Yeti in the car and to to listen to his story. And did somebody actually go into the car? Yeah, yeah it was always crowded. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there were always three people on the yeah. back seat, one people person next to him and sometimes it changed and you could listen to the story. And what was the reaction of the people when seeing this creature? Was it, oh no, it's, uh, it's art, so whatever? <laughs> or was it, were there surprises with the reactions? I think when people know somehow there's a performance, there are always, there's always a really relaxed audience who always listens and takes part of it. This is not the, I, I never experienced that the people are really shocked. Mm -hmm. They were pretty calm and I think they enjoyed it. I think so too. I always got some good reviews about it, especially the this in this situation sitting with the with the Yeti in a, in a weird icy car, even though it was raining, and then getting getting read, read out of a book, which also doesn't happen so often. And there, yeah, it, it it felt very homey. Someone mm -hmm. said to me and cozy. I don't know. And the car, uh, we placed it on a parking slot directly under a uh, parking uh, light. Light, yeah. And so it was also, it, it looked a bit a strange film setting from the outside. And when you went inside, you, you could not um, see anything. You couldn't look outside because the the windows were so icy, and so you you directly was locked up from from everything that surrounded you, and so yeah, it was a, a being on a spaceship. It was weird because the Yeti ate a lot of McDonald's food before, yeah. and the car was pretty trashy. Yes. With the audience, it's always interesting because we once made a performance with a stripper who 
who get stressed in a off space and this this guy who was a professional stripper afterwards told us that this was the weirdest moment for him in his whole life because he's always stripping and he is so comfortable with it and always the people are yelling and screaming and freaking out because he's so muscular and sexy and everybody enjoyed it but then there's a artist audience and there are no reactions at all it's looking at, at him he felt, he felt so objectified <laughs> like never before <laughs> interesting because he's actually objectified in that sense because he's <laughs> like it's it's not even about him or his body anymore because it's he he becomes literally the object of art in mm -hmm. that moment and that's like he's really literally objectified <laughs> and that world felt really uncomfortable for him and this was really interesting because I thought for me the most uncomfortable situation would be when people were yelling when I put off my t-shirt. This is what happens when people knowing that there's a performance. That's why we always enjoy it too, to make performances at, at places where people not directly know ah, a performance is going on. Then there's, then there's sometimes a more different reaction than just staring and being okay with everything what happens. I also wanted to ask you about the stripper because that was not the only time you worked with strippers, I think, because you have yes. this uh, eating competition. Yes, uh, there were uh, some famine strippers eating hot dogs against uh, famine. Uh, eating competition with where you had firemen competing with strippers who pose as firemen. As firemen. Wasn't the stripper getting money in the end? It was really weird. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, but because we had to pay him for eating the Yeah, sure. It was super expensive. It wasn't very in this performance, we had different teams. It was we had the boss of the Deutsche Telekom eating the against the Fedora boss. Emmanuel Payet. Then we had what did what was uh, non-voters against politicians mm -hmm. and civilians against civil cops. Oh yeah. Can you mm -hmm. say that in English? Uh, cops who are, who pretend to be civilians? Yeah, cops. not off duty, not not cops off duty, but cops who are in plain clothes. Cover, undercover cop. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, these four teams were eating against each other. And who won against C civilians. civilians? But anyway, I thought it was uh, funny or interesting that you have together with strippers multiple times I wanted to ask you how did this come about why strippers basically I mean also on the other hand why not strippers but yeah still I think it, it was after our trip to Detroit we spent some months in Detroit and I think this confronted us with a really different culture there and we had friends there which always wanted to go in strip clubs with us because it was such a normal thing to just go in a strip club with your friends in the evening. And then, and then every evening that someone suggested that, we all broke out in a huge fight and everyone went home. Never ever seen a Detroit strip club, have you been? No. Ah. Yeah. And so They never actually went or what? 
because we were always no we don't want to go to Detroit you have to see it no we won't go there and then one of the boys always joined him. no it's such a bad thing to do and then we, we always ended up that someone wanted to go there and then he was blamed and then he felt blamed and then this discussion came up if you can go to a Detroit strip club or not and how, how nasty it is to do that and so yeah in the end we never went And <laughs> But I think that well, we talked a lot about yes. strip clubs in these days. And also... Uh, it yeah. came in our mind at the first place. Maybe, yes, and, the, and then we worked with a stripper in uh, Berlin. And besides that, he was so confused about that new situation uh, for him. We also were, especially me, I think, I, was, I felt so uncomfortable. He came into that bar in December and he directly got his clothes off, he, he directly went naked, that was fine, <laughs> my name is Nicola, uh, hi, should I take my clothes off, uh, I don't know, uh, he, he was naked, and I was like, oh my god, he's naked right now, oh my god, and, and then he walked, and, and, and I was giving him his shirt back, I was like, you can, you can get your shirt back on, no, I don't want to, yeah, he was really nice, and, and then, but, but at the same time, he was, ah, now it's seven, I have to eat, and then he sat down, and ate something really weird i think chicken with rice or but the machine and these rice waffles yeah and uh, chicken and rice waffles hmm. and uh, i think there, there, were, there were two worlds who got who, who got to know each other yeah <laughs> and and then we, we couldn't get rid of it again and we were first introduced in strip towels too strip these towels. because they always had these guys this is a <gasps> male thing We, we just get to know yeah. at this point. It's a flatware that we are going to produce. Yeah, there well, I didn't understand what it is. It's the thing that you keep after getting naked for... Uh, Putting in front of your penis. Yeah. Then you have a long... A little strip towel. Tissue. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, and they're always using the same strip towel. And have yeah. this always... <laughs> in the, I wasn't really sure because it looked all really used too. And for me because I thought what is this strip towel how long does it follow you now? but he asked us if he should bring it and we were yes bring it and we didn't know what it was it's often a flag because yeah. it's really sexy to have an American flag for example as your uh, strip towel yeah, yeah I don't know in this, in these times so Uh, sexy flags can be any more bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, I think for strippers, it's all uh, it's still. Yeah, still. Yeah. Maybe. I I guess there are always people who are patriotic and want to see people get naked. So, I guess it aligns in the same. I think it. it's it, it's for the most people sexier than a European flag, as a stripper. Yeah, but this is maybe another yeah. topic. Well, well, all right. <laughs> Another thing that stood out to me because I didn't quite know how to place it is apparently you had an interview with Wes Anderson. I didn't know how to place that that one exactly. Uh, What happened? Uh, Wes Anderson came to Halfbeck in Hamburg and he um, asked us. Is that very sorry? Is that very to study or did? Yes, yeah, studied in in the art school in Hamburg. Yeah. We were invited for uh, there was an exhibition which always. I think they, they have their own gallery there and back in the day there was always the concept of these exhibition there that you're invited with the work and then for example a colleague or a professor has an interview with you and Nicola and me were not big fans of interviews so we didn't want to give our control 
away. And a friend of us looks really the same as Anderson. We have to say he's our favorite actor still. And we asked him if, if he could come as Wes Anderson and then it would be a little bit more exclusive our interview than when our friends or professors would ask us questions and we thought it would be more interesting for everyone when Wes Anderson would come to ask us questions and so we made a big show of, out of it because we had this this poster where his ticket was printed on that he will come and the whole film department of the school was super excited that Wes Anderson is coming and the friend of us who was working in the canteen told everybody that he knew from a really good source that Wes Anderson was coming. So it was super crowded and we were happy because our exhibition was super full and then Wes Anderson came in and we, we prepared a text for him with questions he should ask us and then we thought okay it could be problematic if at one point other people can, should ask him something because he's not prepared for that. So we had the plan that his assistant, some another friend of us, says your taxi is arriving and then he jumps out. And the funny part was that we for sure thought because he's German, he's not American, everybody in the interview would directly know that not the real Wes Anderson is there to interview us. But a lot of people didn't know. And still weeks afterwards, some people were impressed that Anderson was there, which, which was really surprising yeah. for us because, yeah, we thought they probably would know. Because also favorite actor used to study at that school as well. And the school isn't so big. Yeah. yeah you, you thought somebody would know him still. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. a lot of people knew, but again, to come to the good art audience, nobody said a word. Yeah. yeah. And that. so there were some people from out of, out of the house who extra came to see Wes Anderson, who don't know the school so well, and they and he gave in, he gave autograms on the way to his yeah. taxis too. <laughs> Did you feel a little bit bad about that? No, she's <laughs> super happy now that she has an autograph of him. So yeah, yeah but good acting job, I mean. <laughs> yeah, good acting job, and again the good audience who always takes what you what you present. I mean, it could be easily that somebody yeah, they just could have easily destroyed it. Yeah. But it didn't, yeah. Yeah, nice audience. <laughs> yeah, we're nearing the end of our talk, actually, sadly. Do you want to plug anything? Do you have anything coming up? Do you have applications, I don't know, books, whatever? <laughs> actually, nothing really happens these days. But if someone of the Hafen City would to call one of us, ah, that yeah. would be really nice. <laughs> we would love to shoot there <laughs> especially want to shoot in the new elb tower and if somebody of the company who is building the elb tower is listening to this podcast call us have your artists ready or as you said uh, told me before you want to do a game to get the artists yeah i i shortly explain the game i do the alphabet stella says stop i i say a letter stella says the first artist that comes to her mind And then we switch. Okay. A. Stop. S. Stella. Um, Silke Schönfeld is the artist okay. I want to recommend. No, it's your turn. Okay. A. Stop. N. Uh, and Mikuai Sobjak, because they are also a duo. Oh yeah, that's good. 
Ah, I get it. That's nice. Yeah. It, it's so it's so nice. I never knew so many deers before. <laughs> okay, then okay. again. Me too. Yeah. Stop. F. Fion. I say Fion. So we have three. No problem. Yeah. Good. Then you can you send me there. However, I can contact them. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we send it to you. Yeah. It was so nice to right. talk to you. Let's yeah. do it again. Yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, let's do it again. Maybe private. Maybe yeah, without right. others. Not, not recorded yet. Yeah. <laughs> So, was so nice talking to you. Yeah, Bye. really nice talking to you. Bye. Have a good evening. That was everything for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I link the profiles and website of Nicola and Stella in the description. And you can also look forward to their work being featured on our Instagram page at artistcurrent. Let's meet again soon for the next episode. Bye-bye.